0: Hey guys, this is Roman Asville. I'm host and founder And I just want to thank you guys for being here We are covering Ryan Holiday's awesome book The Obstacle is the Way, The Timeless Art of Turning Trials into Triumph And uh, last week we were talking about Recognize Your Power And we talked about uh, Reuben Hurricane Carter Who was uh, wrongly accused of a triple homicide But he looked at his situation, his prison sentence uh, in a different light, and it took him nineteen years, but he and two trials, but he overturned the verdict, and he walked out of prison a free man and a changed man. And what we learned from that is that that we, as the individual, decide what we're going to make of each and every situation that happens in our life. We decide whether we're going to break or whether we're going to resist. We decide whether we are going to assent or reject. And no one can force us to give up or believe something that's untrue. Such as that, that a situation is absolutely hopeless or impossible to improve. Our perceptions are the things that we are in control of. And to one person, a situation may be negative. To another, uh, that, that same situation may be positive. But we face things that are not nearly as intimidating in our daily lives. And we promptly decide that we're screwed. And that these obstacles are too big and too powerful to overcome. And we sit down instead of standing up and continuing to move forward. And then last week in the chapter that we were going through, Ryan Holiday says, there's no good or bad without us. There is only perception. There is the event itself and the story we tell ourselves about what it means. So there's not only the story, but there's the ridiculous narrative that we make up about the story to go along with what's actually happening. And just because your mind tells you that something's awful or evil or unplanned or negative doesn't mean you have to agree. And just because other people say that something's hopeless or crazy or broken to pieces doesn't mean it is. We decide what story we're going to tell ourselves in this week's chapter. It's called Steady Your Nerves, and it starts the quote from Theodore Roosevelt that says, What such a man needs is not courage, but nerve control, cool-headedness. This he can get only by practice. I want to start by reading Steady Your Nerves. This is the beginning. It says Ulysses S. Grant once sat for a photo shoot with the famous Civil War photographer Matthew Brady. The studio was too dark, so Brady sent an assistant up to the roof to uncover a spotlight. The assistant slipped and shattered the window. With horror, and the spectators watched as shards of glass, two inches long, fell from the ceiling like daggers crashing around Grant, each one of them plenty lethal. As the last pieces hit the ground, Brady looked over and saw that Grant hadn't moved. He was unhurt. Grant glanced up at the hole in the ceiling Then back at the camera, as though nothing had happened at all. During the Overland Campaign, Grant was surveying the scene through field glasses when an enemy shell exploded, killing the horse immediately next to him. Grant's eyes fixed, stayed fixed on the on the front, never leaving the glasses. There's another story about Grant at City Point, Union headquarters near Richmond. Troops were unloading a steamboat, and it suddenly exploded. Everyone hit the dirt except Grant, who was seen running toward the scene of the explosion as debris and shells and even bodies rained down. That is a man who steadied himself properly. That is a man who has a job to do and would bear anything to get it done. That's nerve. But back to our lives, we're a pile of nerves, aren't we? Competitors surround our business, Unexpected problems suddenly rear their heads. Our best worker suddenly quits. The computer system can't handle the load we're putting on it. And we're out of our comfort zone. The boss is making us do all the work. Everything's falling and crashing around us. Exactly when we feel like we can't handle anymore. So what do we do? I ask you, guys, what would you do? You stare it down, ignore it. You blink once or twice and redouble your effort? Do you get shaken up by it? Do we try to medicate ourselves and medicate our bad feelings away? Too afraid to feel pain for even six seconds? And that's just the stuff that happens unintentionally. You guys know there's always people Looking to get you, get on your nerves, to rattle you, to intimidate you, to bully you, to pressure you, to manipulate you, to get you to make a decision before you've gotten all the facts. They, they want you thinking on their terms, not your terms. So the question is, gentlemen, are you going to let them? Here's the fact. The one thing in life you can count on is there's going to be pressure. There's going to be stress. It's going to come. It's going to happen. It's going to catch us off guard. It's going to threaten us. It's going to scare us. It's going to bully us and surprise us. The risk of being overwhelmed is always going to be there. The question is, what are we going to do in that situation? You know, companies spend a lot of money looking for the best talent. Looking for the most skilled computer operator, the most skilled machinist, the most highly trained and skilled lawyer, the most the doctor with the most initials behind his name. But in the stressful situation, talent is not the most sought-after characteristic. It's grace and poise, and that comes with training. Or it should. It's not often taught in the colleges. Most of the time, it's taught uh, on the job. It's taught through having your arse kicked and handed to you several times. But grace and poise are two attributes that precede the opportunity to deploy any other skill. Despite or regardless of how much actual danger we're in, stress puts us at the whims. Of our most base and fearful and, ins- and, and, and instinctual self. So check it out. That's what I mean. If, if you are in a super stressful situation, let's just be extreme for a minute for the sake of clarity. You're somewhere and someone comes up and tries to choke you out. You are not thinking at that moment about your awesome boxing skills, especially if someone grabbed you from behind. You will go to the most base and primitive part of your psyche to get out of that situation. You will take it to the ground. You will bite. You will claw. You will be <laughs> animalistic. You will be your most, based, your most base self. In a stressful situation. If you don't believe me, ask your wife. Ask your girlfriend. Ask your kids. When you get stressed out, those are the people that you treat like utter trash. I know you do because that's what I do. And this is where we need nerve, gentlemen. This is where we... where we need poise and grace. Ultimately, nerve is a matter of defiance and control. Like, I refuse to acknowledge that. I don't agree to be intimidated. I resist the temptation to declare this a failure. But nerve is also a matter of acceptance. Well, I guess it's on me then. I don't have the luxury of being shaken up about this or replaying close calls in my head. I'm too busy and too many people are counting on me for me to fall completely the freaking crap apart at this moment. I must suck it up and do this. John Wayne might call it grit and it is the primary missing ingredients Of the last three generations, mine included, me included, it is the quintessential thing that makes us men. And I'm not talking about being a D-bag or an a-hole. I'm talking about when we get pushed to the wall and instead of falling apart, something comes over us we reach way down inside and we say i'm not going to fall apart in this situation because i'm not i refuse i i disagree with being intimidated i resist this temptation to absolutely fail and falter i accept the challenge of being responsible in this situation People are relying on me, and I'm going to dig deeper. Remember, Ron Holiday quotes, there is always a counter move, always an escape or a way through. So there's no reason to get worked up. No one said it'd be easy, and of course the stakes are high, but the path is there for those that are ready to take it. And that's what we have to do. And we know it's going to be tough, and it may even be scary, but we're ready for this. We're collected and serious, and we're not going to be frightened off. And that is having poison grace. But that doesn't just happen, that comes through training. And training's different than talent, which I mentioned earlier. Because in these situations, all the talent in the world, all the natural talent, all the the born giftedness that you may have will falter and fail but it's how you're going to train that's going to make the difference and this means preparing for the realities of situations steadying our nerves so we can throw our best at it stealing ourselves shaking off bad stuff as it happens and soldiering on cowboying up staring straight ahead as though nothing has happened Because as you now realize it's true And I quote again If your nerve holds Then nothing really did happen Our perception made sure It was nothing of consequence So gentlemen I want to encourage you Whatever you're facing right now You may be in a season Where everything is super easy Life is good You're just kind of chilling, sitting back. But you know a storm's coming, because they always do. Or you may be in the midst of a storm. But I'm telling you, gentlemen, our perception today will shape the realities that we see tomorrow. This is the kind of stuff that you can train into yourself to be second nature, where you can actually run towards the problem. But I encourage you to find some men that will do this with you. Don't try to go at it alone, but find some other guys that are thirsty, they are hungry to be better men, to not be men that run anytime trouble rears its ugly head. Now, gentlemen, go be dangerous.